Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week we discuss the L's against City and Adelaide, ponder how we're going to turn things around and have a look at the rest of round five and six fixtures. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. How are you guys? Evening. Good evening. <laughs> Good mate. Good evening. Um, Can you explain that to the listeners, please, Luke? I've been waiting all day to say that. So, how do you say his first name? Unai Emery. Unai Emery. Unai Emery. Uh, can't speak English very well. Arsenal coach. And good says, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. In his cute Spanish accent. Every time he gets interviewed, his first response is, good evening, no matter what the question is. And I can't stop saying it now. We are in a silly goose mood. I feel like we need to apologise for anything that we say in how the next you, 40 Mara? minutes. Are you good? I'm just trying to get my head around all of that. Good, catch up. good evening. Mm. Yeah. Good evening. Yes. You're trying to catch up, okay, Bema? <laughs> there's one. There's we one off a, the rack. It's been going all afternoon. <laughs> We've had a lengthy discussion whether Morrow's actually a boomer or not. We almost had a pre-pod. Yeah, <laughs> mate. There's about thirty minutes of um, pod material that we're definitely not going to let out into the world. Anyway, right, Fred's question. Same as last time that we made up. <laughs> How are we feeling <laughs> after the weekend's result? And the weekend before, I guess. Double L's. How good. Quite a We're bit back. down compared to last time we recorded. Obviously, we've had the two losses against uh, City and Adelaide. Um, it's so like normal, so normal, uh, normal service resumed. Yeah, well, after seeing how Perth played against Newcastle and uh, the way that finished made me... It, it really did dampen the win against Perth for me. And seeing us outplay the last two matches, you know, has really brought us down quite quite a bit. It's yeah, definitely I, killed off yeah. some positivity, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's funny how we can go. The, the the real test for us was obviously what happened after the Perth game because we were in the same situation. Uh, was it last season with the Sydney game where we won or was that the season before? Yeah, it was around about the same time. The I was two years Horse ago. Gate. Two years ago. Horse Gate, yeah. So that was... I know, it was last year, wasn't it? I can't remember. The last two seasons with Buddy Paolo formed into... No, it was two, two seasons. Years ago. Two yeah, seasons yeah. ago. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah Horsegate was so two years. That, that, that game was a very big game because we won that game. There was a big hoo-ha and then I think almost the same thing happened that we came back to ground one sort of the next week or it sort of... That high didn't stay where we had hoped. And then that Perth game, that was such a big positive. That was... The real test was what happened after that. And have we improved? Have we turned a corner? Was it essentially, I don't want to say another fluke is maybe a harsh way to put it, but was it, again, a one-off? Flash in the pan. Yeah, and judging off the last two games, it seems that way. Well, City were a very good team. So, look, I didn't expect too much from that. I thought Adelaide were really good too. Yeah, but I expected more against Adelaide. But our defence was against Adelaide. Non-existent. Was not good. I felt like I could accept that we would have been struggling maybe fitness-wise and even mentally after having to go to Perth and it's a tough trip and then come and going straight to Melbourne, etc. So I felt like a little bit of that I could accept because I felt like we at least put it in in, this, in that game against City. But then I felt that we could turn that around and come home and that would be our reason for being highly motivated and I just didn't really see that on the pitch. Especially no. in the, especially in our um our own third. I think the well, I think the opposing attacking setup has worked out how to beat us. Um and that's just to kick it over top 
running behind our slow defenders and then square it up. They're both great teams, City and Adelaide, and so, you know, I don't know whether or not I should expect for us to beat them, but what I thought... I wasn't really hurt by the City one because I felt City were good. We were coming off that, um, you know, um, good win and but hard work. And, you know, the, that, that combination made it hard for us away especially. But, yeah, I, I still can't quite get my head around how we come home in front of our own fans and present that we're going to be, you know, really giving it a shake for our home fans. And I just didn't see that. I mean... That last, uh, just to sum it up in a 10 second period of the game, that moment when um, Halloran ran straight by Clisby as if he was walking to the bus stop and he never even yep. seemed to react or chase that, leaving it to Fox, who didn't get to his man because his man made the ball at the appropriate moment. Now, I don't know who's to blame, whether it's Fox, Clisby, or both, but those moments are the kind of moments that are different in the Mariners in the last five years. Before that, that wasn't us. We would we would have had both of those players taking him. We would have had mm-hmm. Clisby. Nobody took initiative in that moment. We would they? have had Clisby grab that guy by the jersey and drag his butt to the ground and take whatever card was necessary. And the same with Fox. I don't Just really care if he tackles him over the sideline and in a rugby tackle so long as we don't get another goal scored against us. But that just isn't there. Going back to the City game, um, Pete was speaking to Murray just after it. And Murray was saying that um, they'd really struggled after the Perth game with the travelling because they, they didn't come back here. They went stayed in Perth a few days and then went to Melbourne. And he said that really affected them, which, you know, I think he would have been saying the same thing if they came back for here for a couple of days and flew back down. You know, that, that travel would have knocked it out of them as well. But um, I don't know if Murray speaks for the whole team when they say that being away from home that long uh, took it out of them, but that's, that's one thing. Maybe it did. Maybe that's where it went wrong is that we didn't come home in between. Um, but I could, I, yeah, I could But feel they looked flat. Yeah, they, in that game, they, they had some good moments. They had some good moments in both games, to be fair. Um, and at least in that game against City, did with all of the goals set pieces? Two of them were. Two of them were. Yeah, so the majority of their goals were set pieces. And Goods, header from a corner. Then there was the... Um was it the free kick one? Uh, yeah, the free kick that went to the back post and Griffiths smashed it in from like two yards out. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I, I left that game not feeling quite as deflated. But then yeah. in Even the Adelaide City, game... It's kind of what yeah, we City have been great and they are really gr- good. They yeah. are good. Although they stuffed up on the weekend. I just want to go back to that point you made about travel. Is It, it might be harsh of me to say, but you're a professional football side. The excuse of, oh, we... The travel took it out of us. Well, you're a professional footballer and that's something you've got to deal with in a league. In as big a country as we're in, we're Australians, we're in a really big country. Travel's always going to be a part of a league. You know, it's it's something that you have to deal with and I don't really think that that's a very good excuse for a performance. It, you know, it, it could be peddled out as an excuse, but it's a professional league. You've got to get on with it. So Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, cop, I don't cop that as an excuse for the City game. Do you feel like the mentality was, oh, that's job done? What, just the one win? For the, for the away... Because we got some points. For the away um, rounds, I guess. We were happy with just the one win and then to take that next loss, is that what you're saying? Not not so much to take that next loss, but you, you kind of switch off. I think it could Possibly. definitely float into the back of your head. You know, because they, because they don't come home, is it a case of, okay, this is almost bundled into one thing it's yeah. like the Perth game and the City game are one thing if we can get 
you know, they were probably happy with two points out of the two games. Yeah. But if so, but because they had three, did they, you know, I don't know, did they take the foot off the yeah, gas uh, in the City game or... That's I'm right. Sure. Are they going into the mentality is, oh, any point away from home is good. So if we get managed to get two draws out of this, we're sitting pretty. Yeah. Probably thinking, oh, well, we know City's a good team. You know, if we get points against Perth, and it's not such a bad thing if we don't against City. Do we switch off like they've... Yeah, have possibly. They switched well, off? That's, that's still a bit of a loser mentality, isn't it? Don't you want to go... Well, as, as a footballer, well, you want to go out there and win every game? Well, I think... One of the things Stadge said uh, when he first came here was that we had a massive losing mentality and that was one thing he wanted to exactly. change. I think maybe we still have that. Well, yeah. it's just going to take a lot of, bit of time, I reckon, probably. Yeah, and that's fine. But, I mean, that when now now that we have now that we have the chance to look at it the last sort of three weeks, I guess, as a whole, it doesn't... Then you look at the game on the weekend and then you go, well, well what happened there? You get home in front of, yeah. you know... It was at another home flat a, performance. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the positive from the last two games is that I, I don't think you can say that we gave up. I don't think you can say that we didn't mm. put in enough sort of Adelaide effort, scored three great goals bangers, too. Yeah, and I mean, I think in the last couple of seasons, there were times when we just completely threw in the towel. I don't think we did that. We just simply weren't good enough. Yeah, that's right. We in weren't those moments. It's not the Wormsley like team. About. We put in, but we yeah. just weren't good enough. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, think, mm. I think there's enough... There's enough in this team from what we've seen so far to say that we can make top six. I mean, the problem is we're, I think we're too we don't have enough depth. No, so we're I, missing well, DDS, and that's yeah, that's probably something we haven't mentioned from the weekend is how much of a miss were DDS yeah. and rolls. Yeah, just going Massive. back to the city game, I think that the city have got a very good coach, and that's something that we haven't said for a while, maybe ever, mm. with Melbourne Heart slash City. Mombart seems to be a pretty tactical, pretty good coach. He's got a pretty damn good squad too, just quietly, especially if McLaren stays because McLaren's got, I think, what, six goals in three games. And I think that he analysed us really well after the Perth win, saw how he did it and just counted us and that's how he won the game. So I think that, you know, maybe we got caught out trying to play the same game against City and trying expecting to, you know, get something out of it. But City were too good. Adelaide were too good. So I... Would definitely agree that we didn't give up in either of the games. It was just a case of beaten by a better well, side. City were much more um, higher intensity. Yeah, Adelaide. Perth was slow. Adelaide weren't pressing as much as nowhere near as much as City were. I don't. No, think. but they, they 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 did pressure when they needed to. Yeah, they picked the times. They knew exactly when to pressure us, and um, they were just very. Slick. We couldn't pass it out. We couldn't. They were very slick. They yeah. scored. They scored on like it felt like every big chance they had. They were putting it yeah. in the net, well, which well, is not what every, every team can do. In it this seemed league. like, I know in the first half there were a couple of passes that went a bit awry from them, but they were really you know the exception to the rule. Most of their passes hit their players. Yeah. they were very confident. every single time. They were very confident on the ball. It was like mm. everybody knew exactly where the ball was going they knew, all knew their roles when they had the ball I think we we still had a few sort of half chances here and there but it just wasn't enough in the end and I mean do you think Stadge is now up in the air maybe it's a little bit different now that we have Jair but do you think Stadge is up in the air now about what to do in terms of the formation and who to start because he obviously made that change for the Perth game and it worked really well and then did the same same thing against Melbourne City didn't work. Obviously, ended with Murray scoring late, and then on the weekend he starts Murray. 
So he's chopping and changing at the moment. So it almost seems I like... I think he's trying to find his best 11 still. Yeah. I think against the quicker teams like Adelaide and City, we need to change. Go to a back five, play defensively. Go to a bit deep, go a bit deeper. Play yeah. on the counter. Especially yeah. away and against yeah. a team like City. Yeah, just... I think that's what let us down in the City part. I, I never thought of it as being the players weren't fit enough or they weren't prepared enough or whatever. I, f- I thought of it as... Uh, was that the right tactic for the coach to choose for us to do that in one trip for a variety of reasons, not just the physical or psychological? And it w- and I don't like to cast the aspersion, but is was the reason we did that because it's cheaper? Well, we discussed that away from the mics. Yes, because that's did. did we? I didn't. What's that? Just stay away. Yeah. Yeah, you got to equ- sort of equate how much. Two extra flights yeah. against hotels. Yeah, so I'm just going to leave it as disappointing if that was the reason why we... Ha- if, if that was Stadge's choice to be in Perth after the game and to save our energy by well, not coming recovery back wise, I think uh, recovery-wise, I think um, it was wise to yeah. stay out there. Because Perth stuff, it's really risky. I, mean, I don't remember the exact game, but there was that one time during the Ocon era when... We sat in, in Perth Airport for seven hours because we had the wrong fr- flight details and no yeah. recovery time. And and I just would hope that we're letting that Hutch got sick? make decisions about this. I don't think Hutch was here then. Ocon. Oh, sorry. I didn't um, hear that probably. So, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that's what happened. And I'm not despondent about the, where we've come to, but it was disappointing to not come home. And even if we went down... It didn't look like we put in as much fight to that as as um, as I thought we should, and and I wondered even walking away from the match whether there's something wrong in the camp, because tactical was the reason that Fox was taken off. Mm. So we wondered that at halftime. In interesting the, in the things ground. that were noticed um, all year long. Kai rolls on the left, Fox on the right. All of a sudden, uh, Ruin Tongich is now on the right, and Fox is on the left. Why? Is that because Tongi can't play on the left? Mm. Because then immediately that we took Fox off, we moved him to the left, uh, moved Tongi to the left and put Ziggy in the right. So, And do you think we looked better? Because I think we did. I think we did too. Yeah, I, I definitely we did. And I don't think that was necessarily to do with quality or anything like that. It was mm. to do with the commitment and the, um, you know, desperation. And uh, we just, there wasn't a feel for that. Yeah. And I think I think uh, probably Fox is one that's impressed me. I think it's probably been one of our best. Yeah. Up so until possibly the last sort of couple of weeks, and that slight change is maybe what potentially threw him off on the weekend because he probably didn't have a great game. And I, th- I, think I don't think anyone had a good game. No, but I think no. it's, I think it's probably fair to say he definitely got hooked at half time. Absolutely, and he's a, so he now is you know, Stadge didn't want to talk about it in the but he's the scapegoat exactly mm. and. Uh, we were th- talking about this after the game because as we stood up there on the ledge, then uh, here comes Fox along the top. So he'd been in, had a shower, gone to the box and had come down through the stands and all the way down back to the tunnel, mm. tracksuited up and so forth. So definitely no injury. Mm. Um, and to be honest, I don't I don't know what it does for his mentality or within the camp, but to be honest, I don't mind that. I don't mind that if Stadge is seeing something that he should be doing and he's cl- clearly clearly not if he goes you know i've said to you xyz this is what you need to be doing you're not off you get yeah for sure i'm yeah, happy no. with that agree with that I, where, where has it he has he me. done it to fox by moving him around and you know 
if, if that's the, the reasoning, communication that, that, might not have been there between yeah, him and Clisco. If that's the reason, yeah. that's great. But it just there's a little bit of a sniff of is there something wrong in the camp there? Mm. Is he has he done something that isn't just totally tactical? Be, and he was real qu- quick in, in that quipping answer of tactical, mm. um, no injury. But w- with Clisby and, and Ziggy bombing on forward, we were getting caught out so much on mm. either flank, and then Tongik and um, Fox having to cover for him. It didn't work well. No, because no, I, I thought I thought that Tonyek had a good first twenty or so minutes. I agree then it, with that. It seemed to go downhill pretty quickly. I thought he had a good that. first half, but the second half I don't think he was as good. What do we think of Lewis Miller? I think that was his debut, wasn't Love it? Lewis. Mm-hmm. Love Played. Lewis. I didn't really notice him a lot, so I'm guessing that means that he did all right. I think it's is it his league debut because he played the whole ninety in the FFA Cup against Brisbane, um, but. A league debut, yeah. A league debut, so. yeah. Rated, rated Lewis Miller as I think we all have for a while. Wasn't a hundred percent sure um, if he was going to get enough of a chance to make that step up, but he definitely did that on the weekend. And his little cameo for the last twenty or so minutes was probably the best part of the game, I think. Gigi has um, flashes of brilliance as well, mm. but again, overall, over the ninety minutes, just. Didn't really turn up. No, no. Stentness. What about? Oh, sorry. Yeah. We'll st- stay on GG. Yeah, he, I think I agree with that. He sort of he shows good things, but then at other times he shows meh things. So again, he's a bit inconsistent. I think he worries me when he loses a ball because he's not quick. No, that's a. He's I think that's a problem with a lot of our. He's very slow. Area would not quick. He just mm. looks like he's labouring all the time. To me, what I thought was wrong with us in this game was that we're where we would pick the ball up in defence, make our way towards um, the attack, try to play the ball forward. In this game, we didn't have that person. We Tongic couldn't do it, and neither could Fox. And that shows what De Silva brings. Maybe. It could be a bit of both, that we weren't able to play the right balls, good balls from the centre of the back there. Um, but... Um, but yeah, no, I I'm, I can't really concur with you guys. No offence to Lewis Miller, but the first five passes he tried went to the opposition. And, was, yeah, and I don't remember too much from that game, but I remember sure? him not being absolutely yeah, he wasn't great because we were counting them. Yeah, hmm. and and where I find that disappointing is not because of Lewis; it's for Lewis. Like we're blooding yeah. a young fella into a situation where we're playing against a red hot team expecting him to be part of the solution to what was effectively a disaster i just don't Mm. yeah i just don't think that's the right way to i did not see it that way from the bay but that just might be (laughs) it doesn't mean it's a poor view from our bay but it doesn't mean he didn't do good things at times in the game he did he had a couple of defensive moments that were key but um well that that, going forward wasn't good that that was sort of what i sort of alluded to when I said I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to or if he wasn't going to get that step up because when I have watched him for the academy sometimes he does have that tendency to maybe try a ball that's not on and that's that's one thing in his game that I would say probably needs to be improved and I guess maybe he did that on the weekend as well and that's not Lewis Miller is it that's no. just a young player who's still learning his trade and gaining Remember Trent his Sainsbury experience in his first sort of yeah Four or five oh, games. We thought was, he'd never succeed when was, we had him as a right back, didn't we? That was a heart attack. Like when he, we played him as a right back, Trent Sainsbury, it was like, oh, Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So what's so now that? How do we fix it this weekend? What do you think? I hope the players think that it's worthy of a reaction, 
not not a reaction to how poor they were or anything like that, but a reaction to the fact that they, I hope they feel like they didn't give the account of themselves that they wanted to as they returned home after the trip. Mm. So, because I really think we've got to get something out of this Western United game. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think at least a draw out of this game, I think we need we need some points because we've given up, what, two losses in a row and other teams down the bottom have caught up to us. And I think we're now in, what, ninth position, tenth, ninth or tenth, tenth actually. Yep. We're in tenth spot, so... We're close to being in front of victory, Aaron. Should be getting <laughs> very excited. Yeah. <laughs> and the, ba- the back line has a pretty... Um, Hard task against Barisha and McDonald and Diamante as well. Diamante has been... Diamante, oh my God. I think he's probably been close to, if not the best player in the league so far this season. Some of his passing has been bloody sublime. So we're going to have to be on guard for that. So it's definitely going to be a tough test. But I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Do we think DDS and Rolls come straight back in? Niggles pending? De Silva definitely has to come back in. 100%. 100%. Do we start Joey? I would say yes. Enough. No. Not fit enough. Really? Yeah. Do you bring I'd him on late or do you... 30. 30 minutes. Mm. So Mar- Murray to start again? Murray to start 60 Up and front, then Jair yes. 30? All yeah, right. and then you probably push... Depending how we're going, you might push Murray out wide. Yeah, but what, is <sighs> this, what does this do now to the pecking order? No, he so doesn't like being out there. It depends how does Jair, um, how quickly he picks up the... Pace. Yeah, but we've signed him and, you know, he's come in... He's been training for like four weeks, hasn't he? So yeah. he should be and he does all look, right. He does look reasonably fit. Yeah, he does look Fitter fit. than what he looked at Newcastle. He's, I think he's lost a bit of weight, I reckon, since yeah. the Newcastle days. He's yeah. laid off the donuts for sure. And he's come in with decent... Krispy Kreme. Decent sort of pedigree, I guess, which I don't Do we know really what type of striker he is? I, I don't haven't seen him play there. I've not watched him play enough as at all. A, as a matter of interest, someone posted a go. video, was it Mariners? Posted a video I of think they some did. of his him highlights. In K2. Interesting to see that he seemed to be coming from the left side regularly, which is where I think the Jets played him. Why are you rubbing your hands for? Why am I rubbing doing hands? Something Must be some money coming. Is that what it is? It's got the boomer sweats. I'm not even a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. You, got, you, got, you guys and your maths. Don't they teach maths anymore? But I didn't call you a boomer. <laughs> Gen- what I'm getting at is what, is this, I think what, is, what does this do to the pecking Probably order, though? Because yeah. when he's fit, I assume, you know, he's going to be on pretty good money. He's come in as sort of the saviour, right? What Are we going to have two strikers on the bench every game? I don't want that. I think you might see Matt Simon drop off. I'd agree with that. I don't want that. Why would what? we be bringing him in at great expense to be the saviour? That's not the way I view this. The way I was viewing this and I felt Stadges presented angry it he looks. I love was... Angry. So angry. Mate, those things are permanently on my face. <laughs> <laughs> They've been there for a few years now. Um, I thought that Stadge was bringing him on, in on the basis that that would create competition, not because we saw him as some great white knight that was going to solve the problem. And if he's come in on the basis you just described, which is highly paid, highly expected, etc. That's a gut feel for me, not that's anything. Not, that doesn't make me feel good. Is he hoping that Murray's going to lift to the challenge? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the other side effect will be that that will change the order of the lesser strikers and mm, we will extend on that 102 off-the-bench appearances. Is the club captaincy moved on? I think it's he widely known we? what we all think about that. <laughs> I think it has to be at some Tommy, point. Tommy ought to be permanent captain, I think. But this, yeah. is, this is the thing for me, but at some point, and you know, it, it happens at every football club 
wherever, but at some point, someone's not going to be very happy. Yeah, and it depends oh, well. how they take that, doesn't it? If they take that as a challenge. And mm. by someone, you mean Matthew Simon. Or Murray. Either one. Well, I think I think I'd much prefer Murray to be a bench option if Jair is the one to come in. So I think start. I think ninety percent of fans would agree with you. If Murray isn't the bench striker and misses out, that's I don't think that's going to go down very well at all. This is Stadge's job. Mm. Keep the camp happy. This is his first manage the politics. This Even if they're rotating three at the front, not Matt Simon but someone else. I'd say that's the Silvera. most likely scenario. Murray that he rotates each of those players through to let them prove themselves. That's I mean, on the field, though. like the front, yeah, the front three. Yeah, I figured out what you meant now. <laughs> yeah. T- Murray's an Or in DDS yeah. in behind. I'll tell you what. I have a four box. I could mid. not believe how much we missed Daniel De Silva. Like, I know. It was scary. Mm. Like, it? we missed Kai Rolls, but I'd have to say I felt like... Did we, we just really... I think so because I mean roles. I mean, yeah, I, I think, think he's so. been okay, but I don't think I would go to s- as far to say as we missed him so bad. But I would say De Silva. I'm the opposite opinion on De Silva for sure. He, he was definitely missed because well, I it almost felt like we had no like no real connection between defence and attack. It was like Milan was trying to do everything he could, but he's he's not. You know, we, we want him to be. Ki- he's a king, but he's not God. He can't do on Milan, everything. Do you think we're going to drag him down to our level? I hope not. Not the way he's been showing himself at the moment. He's just... Um, Three goals in the first five games. That's the strikers. That's what we want our strikers to do, but not our midfielder. But it's good to have... Thank God we've got him. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, but he's he you know, seems to be, so far, coping with our failure to be great. So, yeah, if we can actually turn that a bit around. But I thought that our troubles were at both ends, where we no longer had a really good ball player from the defence, and that's where we miss roles. And we no longer had somebody who was looking to get that ball as, or not as many options for that ball that was coming out of there, and that was DDS. Yep. So to me, I, I just can't remember where we were managing to put three or four passes together and, and mount an attack. One massive problem with both Ziggy and Clisby is that they don't look when they kick it. They get out of the field. <laughs> Honestly, they don't. What do you, what do you they think they do? Close their eyes and then they kick it? I, most well, of the duty, well. most of the uh, uh, play forward from the back seemed to fall to Ruin Tongic. It I felt I, like a lot of hoof, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I felt that was too much pressure for a young player who hasn't even made his place in the team yet. And he didn't do a great job of it at times. Um, he did good things, but he wasn't able to consistently find anyone in midfield. It, and well, see, this comes back to the amount of pressing that the opposition team does. Against Perth, they didn't press as hard. So we could pass it around out of the back really well. Against City and Adelaide, we didn't have the time. So we just hoof it into the channels. And when you've got... When you've got um, Adelaide, <coughs> Adelaide were winning every second ball. When you've got Silvera being outmarked by two or three players at some times, there's not much he can do in that channel. And then you've got who else? Is Murray. You've got to have options. You've got to have or showing for that and DDS showing for it. And you know, yeah. as well as that, I'd I'd, love, I'd actually be interested to th- see the statistics about how often it was at the feet of Mark Birigidi because we played out from the back a lot against Perth and and we comfortably moved that ball. You're right, they didn't press us hard, but nobody presses the keeper in the box much. I mean, they run up to the guy, but they're not exactly pressing. They're just making sure he makes the pass. But yeah. to me, we didn't try that. Maybe because we don't didn't have that level of confidence to be able to, you know, where Rolls and Fox might split to the outsides and be available to, to uh, move the ball between them and Birigini. Okay, well, if, if our front line presses, 
our midfield and then defence need to follow as well. Otherwise, you're leaving huge gaps in between the lines and easily get passed through. So if our back line is sitting high, then if we've got a slow back line like we do, they're just going to put it over the top like they did, run around and then cut it square. Yes, but I mean when we're on the ball. Like, we didn't seem to try hard enough to possess the ball to me. We didn't use Mark yeah, Birrigitte as the outlet for the yeah. press. We gave it Birrigitte, away way too Birrigitte much. was a bit frustrating on the weekend. Please don't block me again. Um, <laughs> like, three or four times when he had the ball, he just went long. Yeah. And uh, and uh, when you've got Jakobsen at the back for Adelaide and buddy Elsie at the back, we're not going to win any of those headers. Yeah. Unless you get Matt, Matt Simon on, then when he did come on, I don't even know if he won one. But he just kept going long, Birgitte, and I felt like he won a couple. He had one header I can remember, and it went to the keeper, probably. And I felt like Birgitte either didn't have the confidence in who was in the back line on the weekend, or just it just wasn't. It was just. Was that the instruction? Was was it the instruction? Yeah. Was Birgitte at fault for the first goal? Do you think on near near the near post? Not totally, but you've got to get those. Yeah, I think so. The yes. defense, the I think defense, he was expecting a cross. Sorry, Beerus. The defense yeah. in front of him didn't help, but to be beaten on the near post, near post. like that is not. I think good. he'll admit that too. Yeah, he did, he's he's done a De Gea there, beaten on the near post, a bit yeah. easy. Not personal, but there's only one answer to that. Yes, but the defense didn't help him at all. When you turn thirty, your brain starts to go downhill. I had a question I was going to ask you guys, and I just completely forgot in the last minute that we're talking. When you turn 30, your brain mm. has developed in its experience sufficiently to manage those issues and do them better than all of the... So I should what are they? What's the latest one? Gen millennials, post-millennials, I don't know. Post-tap millennials? <laughs> Go write an angry letter to the... Uh Newspaper. No, no, I'm just... <laughs> I, I, I would go outside and scream at clouds, but all I can see is smoke. Righto, Ernie. Merrick. <laughs> Muchos gracias. <laughs> right. Anything else you want to say about our game? You happy? I don't know. I think... Ha- no. How long did we just talk about the well, last... Well, not happy, but... <laughs> we got no, asked... Yeah, no, I'm not happy. People on the forum asked us to speak more about our game, t- tactically-wise. So. That's all right. I'm not happy because I feel like I'm staring down the barrel of deja vu again, and I don't want to do that mm. in terms of positives season in general. Positives? We got any positives? I thought positives. Um, Tommy all played well, and uh, yeah. even in a bad game, he does turn up. I was yeah. about to say yeah. that. I, I, he is definitely a massive positive at the moment, and I would be all in for him to be the captain right now. Uh, but I feel like we're leaving him with too much work to do. I thought mm. Silvera... He's not, he's not getting enough support. And for someone that's very injury-prone, that worries me. I thought Silvera was good with the limited time that he had on the ball. He was doing his best to create yeah. stuff, but... Uh, okay, well, with Silvera, just wasn't I, there. That did shut him down well, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. well, like I said, he was that mark. They kept double-teaming They kept double teaming him, didn't they? So, at yeah. that point, when you manage... When you do drag two players towards you, instead of just the usual one, that means that you've got one that's free, Right. One thing I noticed with him is that he should offload the ball when that does happen. Offload the ball, you know. You got to. You should have a Rather free play. Rather than just trying to take it, on, take everyone on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got frustrated with him. I think it was about two or three runs where I watched him and I was thinking, someone is like there was someone square to him, just knock it in, you know. And then that Adelaide player needs to follow the ball then. 
The one time that he did get to have a free run into the box is when he won the pen. Mm. So that's probably why they started double teaming mm-hmm. him. And that is why I'm prepared to accept the the, the fact that, he, what is he, 18? Yep. 18, 19. Yeah. 19 so now, so maybe? he's so young, he'll learn that, yeah. what you're talking about. But if he can keep in his game, in that penalty moment, can't remember all the exact circumstances, but I, what I do remember is instead of making a negative first touch, he made a first touch that put him in a position. His first touch is what basically exactly. won the penalty. Exactly, yeah. and, and that's a gutsy first touch, especially mm. for an 18, 19-year-old playing in his Someone third Someone else made game. a really good touch. Was it all? He... He, he put it in behind himself and got around the player, around the wing. He turned a few people was. inside out on the yeah. wing. Yeah, mm. I was really impressed. Yeah, so so I thought Silvera overall was positive because he's still, you know, running at his man and um, gutsy enough to play that first touch to try and make something rather than to play the negative. Like the easy thing to do there is to just lock up the ball and, and uh, give it to one of us. But no, he didn't do that and we got the reward for it. Other positives, Milan, we've got penalty takers Great in our pen. team. That was a smashing pen. It was. Even I thought it was going to the, the way the keeper went. <laughs> <laughs> what so. about Stensness? Do we think Stensness went all right? I think there was one time where he sort of turned two players and like, oh, yeah, here we go. That was that was hot. But Again, overall, yeah, I hardly noticed disappointing, him. but he made – yeah, he did some really good stuff on the ball. I hardly noticed him. I can't tell if that's probably a good thing or a bad I thing. I think that's more – I think it's half and half. Mm, in his position there Suggests we weren't on the so ball So individual moments of bril- uh, brilliance From most players But in general Not showing up for the full 90 I think you can, that can summarise the whole match Yes? That's how it felt I think the thing that killed us Was that goal on The, th- the third goal right on half time If we went in at 2-1 We're still in the game We go in at 3-1 It's a totally different and it Complexion was, to the game And it was the manner we had to watch Halloran just run by Clisby as if Clisby had just given up on it. And he it. just had to square it to an unmarked player at the, the six-yard yeah. box. So, again, I don't know who was absolutely at fault, and we debated it a bit in the stands, but it was ugly. It was something that is not motivating for fans. Mm. If you left it, if you went downstairs at halftime, you didn't want to come back up again afterwards after that. Frustrating. Right. Rest of, uh, we'll go back to round five. So, Scum v Perth, one all. This is a game that put a bit of a dampener on um, our win against Perth, I think. Perth have started pretty slow, haven't they? I don't think they've fully gelled yet, but I think when they do, their squad's extremely good. So, I think once they gel, they've got to be really good, but they haven't really started the season that well, and they had to get, what, like an 84th minute equaliser from Castro to just win the point, so... Yeah. Good. Everyone's That's good. Well, Western United 2. What are you going to say? Well, we don't want to speak about the other teams. So. Western <laughs> Sydney Wanderers 1. Well, massive lull at um, Appiah scoring a goal. Like his th- his, what was it, his <laughs> third goal in like 80 games in the A-League? Which is an like amazing a, record. I don't know what's happened in the last two or three years, but he looks like a completely different... Person, yeah, he was, yeah, he does. I didn't. <laughs> I hardly even recognised him. Hmm. I didn't. Even, he, oh, what about how Weston didn't even like officially announce him signing? Yeah, and he just, like, he yeah, just turned up. He just turned up on the bench one game. We're like, where did he come from? He just rocked up. But um, yeah, one Juki scored again for the Wanderers. He would have been good goal. Would have been yeah, bloody good goal. Would have been. I I still am a bit jealous that he's not back in the yellow, but uh, good pick up for Wanderers. I think that's his what third or fourth goal of the season. So he's a good pick up for them and. 
Uh, was that Western's first, no, second win in a row? They beat Victory the week before in that game? Probably, yes. So, so their Western have started first. the season all right. I think they're up to, like, third. So good for them, and but we need to we need to get something out of the game this weekend. There's a goal disallowed sure. in that one too. It was offside, wasn't it? I'm trying to remember. Oh, was it? it, the, it was the it was the goal line thing, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it that's was it. The goal line. Yeah. The keeper was inside the goal. Yeah. Right in the holding bread, the ball. Right in the bread basket. <laughs> and and it, they disallowed it. Uh, yeah. Even with VAR, it almost looked like the ball had gone over, but I think. It had yeah, gone over. You reckon? Yeah, it went over. Oh, okay. Do you remember this goal? Yeah. Non-goal, I should say. Get what Bobby Slater on it. None of them. None of them are goals. You don't think that went over? I didn't say that. <laughs> Do you think it went over or not? <laughs> Mate, I try not to think about it too much because we're measuring offsides in millimetres and the ball going over the most important line in the game. We're not even measuring it. You're gonna you're gonna fire him up about VAR and goal line again. I don't swear easily on the pod. Go on, dickheads. Dickheads. That's not a swear word. That's 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 Aussie vernacular. I was keeping it tame, <laughs> but that's yes, no. The VAR. Victory one, Phoenix one. Morrigo clean yourself up after that noise too. Victory are not good. <laughs> no victory. Are victory are not good this season. So victory far. Are bang average. Uh, Phoenix got the early penalty, bang and average. then they've got Toivonen. Took him for it. Took him a while for Toivonen to score the goal. I think. Toivonen, I saw a stat, Toivonen's been involved in the last 11 victory goals. Mm. So they would be fit without Toivonen at the moment. And are now are in eighth and I think what only, are they on the same points as us? We're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to well, do it. finish above Here's them. a, here's a prediction for you. Here's a prediction. All of their um, current internationals who are uh, injured and whatever signings. else. Yeah. Their visa yeah. signings have been shit. They're all going to come back. They're all the going to be legends, right? And they're going to finish miles ahead of us. <laughs> Guaranteed to farm well, that's, out. That's not a hot take. <laughs> Where's the hot take? I'm just doing a bit of reverse psychology. But let, let I, me just, have my I just want to quickly touch on the victory. Um, I was going to say Marquez is not Marquez. They're visa signings. Was it Dobrus? Who he sounds like he's from Game of Thrones. Nobody knows who, who they looks are. Garbage. <laughs> Paulson, who has been not good either. And then there's Basher, who needs to visit the. Who needs to. Do what Corey Brown did and go to advanced hair because that mop <laughs> That's is shocking, that mop it? is nearly it's so nearly gone. He needs to get rid of it. Just shave it, brace it, just shave it. He has been okay at times, but I think for the first time in a while, Victory have not got their visa signings right because they're usually pretty good at bringing over good quality players from overseas. But I think this season they've missed the boat there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen any of them really. They're never mm. playing in any Well, thanks games for being on an A-League podcast, Mark. Do you they think he'll be the first one to go? <laughs> well, have they played? <laughs> I only watch A-League games. Kers, I don't watch I them think Kers, if, if Victory don't pick up wins from their next couple, I think Kerr's might be in a little bit of trouble. If uh, Brisbane didn't win on the weekend, I probably would have said Fowler would have been probably at the list of who to get sacked first. Um, but I think after that win on the weekend, probably Kurtz is probably in number one. Yeah, and now Fowler's at the other end because he made a tactical switch that changed things in that game. Mm. So. Yeah. Adelaide won, raw nil. Not my, not I, I didn't, it, didn't so. really take a lot of attention of it, but Adelaide got the late winner from Agree and won the game. Round six, Scum won, uh, Western United nil. One job. First win. You got one job, Western USB United ruled. had a goal ruled out with VAR for an offside. I didn't watch the second half, but did they do the same thing as we did in Perth? Just 
you know, managed to... Held on? Yep. A little bit, but Western's big chance that they put away with Risden scoring that header was ruled out because... Um, Barisha was offside. Bar- no, was it Barisha? Someone, I think so. Someone was offside in the build-up, so that's why they lost. So. Yeah, it was Barisha, was Unfortunate, it, yeah. it was the scum's first win of the season, and now they're above us, which is uh, not, not fun. A they have f- more points than us. They're not four, above us. City, three... VAR, you want to talk about that more? Not really. Well, it looked like a pretty, okay. uh, pretty. It looked like City were going to stroll to like a three or four nil win. And I went for a walk, and they were up three one. And then you got back and it was three all. I walked in and it was four three. Oh, <laughs> you know it's even more. You know it's even more hilarious. Probably, I think week week one of the A League season. I think it might have been. It might have been during the first game. I think I was halfway through writing a tweet about how I thought. Jamie McLaren was very overrated. <laughs> <laughs> and he banged it And then he, two? He, he scored about two seconds later and I went, delete. And then now he's like, what, six goals in five games or whatever he's, he's on. Three. And three, he sorry. Two games, yeah. yeah. And so that's even better. And then obviously the goals for the soccer rules yeah. as well. So it's like eight do and not, six or something. He scored him a hat trick. Do not value my opinion in the slightest. A hat trick in uh, a just lo- mute your mic then. A hat trick in a losing game. That doesn't happen very often, does it? So I will no. say though, I will say this. I will stick by the fact that I think he is a bit of a poacher. He's a bit of a tapping But he's merchant. a striker. He's a bit of a tapping That's merchant. That's fine. If we if we had someone like that, I'd be happy. I'd be <laughs> playing to their strengths. I'd love a tapping merchant right now, trust me. Remember a couple of years ago when we thought we might get him? That would have been good, wouldn't Bruce it? Bruce is a tapping merchant. That's what you yeah. And That's he's what what you he's the all time league's all time goal scorer. You can leave all of the fancy stuff to that bloke behind, but the bloke at the point, you want him to be in the right spot every time. Putting but it past the keeper. Yep. But yeah, let's, let's definitely talk about the VAR. I thought that was a shit decision. You know, I think it's, it's, a, it's, a natural, decision. it's a natural thing to put your hand yeah. up as to protect yourself from a ball that's going to definitely hit him in the face. So like Luke said before we started recording, it's probably a, it's a handball in the rules of the game or whatever, but I think, it's, it's, I think it wasn't. It's not the right call. But no, common sense has not prevailed. I know. No, I'm, 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 I like this is taking out all of the rules. I'm happy with a handball in the box to be given for most things, especially if it's a shot on target. Even if your hands are down by your side, if the ball hits you in the hand and the ball's about to go in the goal, I, I am of the opinion that I'm leaning towards that it should be a penalty. But yeah. for that. If his hand's not there, the ball's just going to hit him in the head and the go wherever. The ball's literally like two foot away. Yeah, and it's it's I'm so that's that to me. If your hands are sort of in front of your chest, you know, in front of your head, in front like of your that, body shadow, in front of your body when the body silhouette. Yeah, and if you remove your hands, it's not going to make a difference. I don't think that should be a pen. I agree. Know, FFA say they want to um, you know help players with brain damage and any head clashes or anything in the next second they uh they penalize someone for trying to protect their head so go figure yeah Yeah. and i I don't know but i don't agree with that that whole rules theory either to be perfectly honest because uh unnatural position is how it's been described the rule unnatural position so we, we might you know think that's a rule but when it came to okay so what is the interpretation of unnatural position then we've had strabay dolovsky tell us all that uh, unnatural position is when the player makes himself bigger. Well, I didn't see that. No. And so, as which far as I'm concerned, sort of that's wrong. <coughs> which I guess is sort of what I'm alluding to there. If you make yourself bigger with your hands, even if they're down by your side, if they're sort of, it's getting very nitty-gritty, but if they're sort of facing out, to me that's making yourself bigger. Whereas if you've got them by your side and they're up against your thigh or something, that's not making yourself bigger. 
know what I mean? Yeah. As, is, as, yeah. is, as, is, as is that on the weekend. You're not making yourself any bigger. No, I, I could get, even though I don't like it, the Fox one in Western Sydney game, then he had actually, his hand was an extension of his body yes. in so much as his body was wider because of the presence of his hand. Yeah. So even though I don't like it, then it's I was balancing yourself, willing though. to, I don't like it, but I was willing, and he was too close, but I mm. was willing to accept that that's the interpretation yep, that he same. made himself bigger. So therefore... Um, that was a, a handball, and it, it potentially ruins a goal-scoring opportunity because of how he's yeah. made himself. Yeah. yeah, so so fine, I accepted that. Well, I didn't really accept it, but I, but I let it. I definitely didn't at the time. Go, um, but to me, this then defies that, and uh, and d- reminds me of how we're still not getting that consistency. So, um, yeah, no. I can put up with dodgy refs over VAR. They're the same thing. If I had to choose between the two of them. Yeah, but we're adding an extra element just of the dodgy ref. dodgy ref. No, we're just yeah. changing the dodgy ref from on the field up into the stands. We're re-refereeing the game. Mate, stupid. If we, if we could have saved so much money on this. All that we had to do was to allocate cans of cement for the referees on Mondays. Drink up, boys. Toughen up. Anyway, moving on from that. Sydney 2, victory 1. Say it, go on. I was literally just about go to say... Go on. Yeah, I... Okay, okay Ben. No, don't <laughs> give him that. Just let it hang. Just ignore him. Sorry. I've already said the next result, so you can chat about it. I'm not going to repeat myself. Like all over 30s, I'm struggling with that. <laughs> um, Barbarossus against the former club didn't celebrate, but um, everyone else didn't jump all over him. Um, I think we mentioned it before. Uh, while we weren't recording, the Sydney Tifo looked pretty good. You know, we, we we never like to give credit to Bling FC, but that Tifo was pretty cool. Um, Victory scored first. Toivonen again. Where the hell would Victory be without Toivonen? You know, He's underneath the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, they would be. Yeah. Honestly, think they would they would be last on zip points if they didn't have him. Yeah, I think so. And then what was it Sydney? Sort of. I think Sydney were pretty much in control of the game, dominated the game, and then. Got those two goals that they needed to win the game, and good for them. I think you know they're out there now up to second. So Sydney back in the usual spot, while while as we're back in our usual tenth spot, which is depressing. <laughs> no wonder you didn't want to re mention that, because hmm. <laughs> Barra Bruce S scored. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> so what I've written, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I quickly just quickly jammed it in there. Barra Bruce S. Costas Barra Bruce Sounds like a meat disease. Go on, delete it. <laughs> it sounds like, like the, the Barabrusus Barramundi. That's <laughs> <sighs> what a laptop keyboard gets you. Right, other things. Uh, Yellow Army, the OSC and Ladies League will all be collecting money for the RFS in the upcoming match this weekend. So uh, jump into Bay Road for a bit, donate some money, or I'm sure OSC will be on uh, Dane Drive or at the other entrance. And I don't know where the ladies' league will be, but they'll be around as well, all collecting for the RFS. Nice. Good stuff, everybody. Yep. Well done. Um, we've already discussed this. Joy officially announced. Good signing. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian. Have we had any other Brazilians? I think, was it Mick Komet put up a tweet or someone put up a tweet about being the first Brazilian? Or the, someone, I think it was on the forum. Mick put up the first Brazilian to play for the, the Mariners, Yeah, which I don't is think we've had one before. Hmm, I agree. Um, Argentinian. Argentine. Is is Jair just a well at least it's not Simon thing? 
Or do you, what do you think he's going to offer the side? Is he going to offer 10 goals, do you think? It, it depends if we can get him the service. Yeah. If, if, if he can score even against the weaker teams and he gets his three points, I'm, I'm happy. Yep. <laughs> That's what we need, yeah. I've got a bit um, of a different angle on that. Go on. I've, I feel like if we have a sp- space in the squad and we haven't spent the money, then, yeah. then what we're getting out of this is having that option available and we probably should have had it from the beginning. And so I'm going to overlook the fact that we should have coughed up and brought in that additional person in the off-season and at least feel okay well, that we've I now had an option. I think there's a good reason we didn't. I think he was asking for too much money and not picking up a team at the start of the season has then dropped his price to something that we can afford. That could quite well be the case. However, it does seem to me that that's been a bit of a Charlesworth thing. He does like to leave a visa spot blank so that he can pull stunts like Luis Garcia. Hmm. And so I feel, I'm going to say I feel positive about the fact that he has brought that forward if that's what's happened. Um, and uh, so we have that as an option. Um, and you know what? I'd rather Jair than no one. Yeah, totally I, agree. That's that's pretty much where I'm at. Is like it's at least it's something, and it's someone who has scored goals in the K League, which is a pretty good league. But it was a few years ago, so I think in picture, pictures of training, he's looked pretty good. Um, <laughs> Josh has locked himself out of the room. Oh, sorry, not Luke, me, Luke. Luke has. <laughs> Is it locked? <laughs> oh, should we just leave him there? That is ugly. That isn't. That is an ugly Looks looking like a, nose. Uh, troglodyte. Yuck! Look at the door. He's just made a dick and balls on the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Luckily, it's fading away now. Should I? Just sorry, like what were we saying? I'll go unlock the door. What were we saying? Oh, something about Jai. About um, <laughs> if we can get him fit. If we, he looked good in the tr- in the pictures of him in training. He looked pretty good in the kit. He looked uh, look. He was a few kilos lighter, which is always good. It's been training for a few weeks, so it took a while for it to get confirmed. But uh, now, hopefully, he can give us some goals because that's what we desperately need. Yeah, I don't. I, th- I think I'm hoping he's come and he's in real good shape because uh, he. I saw him at the game on the weekend in our clobber, and uh, yeah, he looks nice and f- you know slim. And I, I was interested to note that he was taller than I expected him to be. Um, so you know he won't be the what little is he about striker. Six two, six three. Uh, didn't really register the height from his signing and so forth. All I registered when I saw him in the tunnel um, briefly, then he was bigger than I expected him to be. And yeah. Well, the thing that I think I've been noticing, just having a read of different things, is that the Jets played him as a winger because Snake was in front of him in the number nine spot. But now he's got the chance to play as a number nine. So will that? Prove to be something different, and I that just might get him a few name. more goals. Jair Eduardo Brito de Silva. Oh, we've got another de Silva on the books. De Silvas. So how tall is he? He's five ten. Really? He's taller than you thought, Morrow, and he's five ten. Uh, well, yeah, he was he was <laughs> taller, and oh, well, admittedly, I'm five seven, so that makes him taller than me. But I was expecting him to be quite short, and I didn't see that when I saw him. So I thought he was t- way taller than five ten. I thought he was about six one, six two. Just quietly though, is there oh. anyone in this room that rivals that? No, no I'm, I'm five f- seven. I'm yeah. five nine. I was going to say I don't know that you blokes are as tall as him. <laughs> five eight and a half, I think. So I think that actually does make him tall. I'm about six four. <laughs> six four. <laughs> 
Six four one twenty. Shredded. <laughs> All right, next Where one. Are we? I oh hundred and two A League bench appearances for Maddie, which is a new A League record setter. One hundred and two appearances. It's a national off the bench. record. Knocking them records down one game at a time. Did he, did he ever start for Sydney? So he's played, what, 40-something games for Sydney, and I'm pretty sure every single one was coming on for Bobo. It's possible. It's a good stat. Yeah, it'd be true. worth... Yeah, it'd be he worth might have started an FFA Cup game. Yeah, Possibly. that's true. Yep. Oh, well, you know, Splinter's record holder. <laughs> Splinter's record holder. That's a great way to put it, actually. And third place is Kosnick. <laughs> yeah, it was um, Andrew really? Howe put up those stats on Twitter, yeah. didn't he? It was, um, I think it was Maddie Kwasnick, and oh, I can't remember who the other ones were, but there was a few that were good. Anyway, NBL um, vs A League article. Soccer Twitter was not happy. <laughs> when are they ever happy? Soccer Twitter's <laughs> never bloody happy. But it was pretty funny. Um, it was uh, Soccer Twitter weren't happy with uh, an article that said. Um, or something about the A League being A League is dying because the NBL got a 17k crowd, and it's sort of like really, you know, the NBL got a good crowd, that was good, they got a record crowd, but why do we always have to compare? Friggin' code wars in Australia is ridiculous. One code does well, that means I have to bash the other code. It's pretty annoying. It's only one game and too, frustrating. So. And it, it conveniently ignores that the Melbourne and Sydney derbies can get 25, 30k. You know, it's it's just strange, really. And haven't we already had three games in this A-League season that exceeded that crowd easily? And The Melbourne derbies. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Aren't it was, we, it was very, Mel- very cherry-picking. Just no, an agenda. Aren't we, exactly. aren't we just a little bit um, open for this? Yeah, it's clickbait for our community, yeah. and we just bite at it for some yeah. reason. Football I don't know fans why. Fans love to react to this. Should we? Should we talk about we're Simon? Siege. We should. De- since we're on the topic of Twitter, we should definitely talk about Simon Hill body slamming SMFC Mike <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> Simon Hill areas. has joined Twitter, and it's great. He, it's like been it. overdue. Simon Hill's finally on Twitter, and if you don't know, there's not this taking any prisoners, is he? <laughs> I'm going to assume that a lot of people know who SMFC Mike is, but he's this account on Twitter. He's a South Melbourne fan. He's a friggin' lunatic. Emojis and capital letters, and you're trying to you try and have a like a, a conversation with him, and it's just there's it's all no Frank point to Lowy's it. cartel and Frank Lowy's <laughs> Mick, Mick franchise cartel league and all that shit. It's just like it was, it's, if you offered it's him the A league spot, he would take but it. But that's the thing. Like, there's so many of these like NSL like apologists and all these people on Twitter. But if their club was offered a spot in the A league, they would say, "Oh yeah, of course we want to join," but. Because they're not in it, it's all shit talk and everything is just annoying. But yeah, SMFC Mike got bodied by Simon Hill and it was fantastic. And scenes. Hill even went into, went into bat for us the other week. Someone was oh yeah, he did, trying to. Something about the seats. Suggest that we weren't the stadium. Worthy. Yeah, and about how they removed the bare seats and then they've obviously put in Central Coast. And Simon Hill was sort of coming back at him, sort of saying, well, it's the only professional sporting team in the area the only team that uses the stadium properly, how is it, why we should be able to do to it whatever we want? He's amazing. Well worth a follow. He's like the mm. stealth truth bomber. He just 
carts himself around Twitter dropping truth bombs on these people and I, I could just see him sitting at his computer in a darkened room with the light in his face sniggering at SMFC or he's, Mike. He's probably <laughs> thinking, oh my God, why the hell did I join Twitter? <laughs> I love Simon Hill. I love him. Simon he Hill, is, he's, he's a Feels proper, like my second proper, dad. Football, proper football person. Feels yeah. like my second dad. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Like, he feels like my only dad. He does. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for laughing at that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this Full show's just gone to the pack. <laughs> well, wait for this. Speaking of packs. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're <laughs> 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 about, about, about to plug <laughs> that, that segue. That segue was so Four well Oliver Roos players. <laughs> I'm done. Four Ollie well Roos players have been sanctioned over some misdemeanours, let's say, while in Cambodia. They've been brought up by a woman. Cambodia. Um, it was brought up in March and they've only left it till now to uh, hand down their sanctions. Oh, I'm crying. Now, <coughs> the players are Lachlan Wales, Nathaniel Atkinson, Brandon Wilson and Riley McGree. Jesus Christ. Sounds um, like a list of players we played against in the last two weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. They've left it yeah. till after we played them yeah, to uh, hand them sanctions. Mm. But and why, there was why something are they allowed about, to play? And, and it yeah. was something about McGree not getting as harsh a uh, um, ban as the other three, which is uh, He was watching in the corner. He wasn't participating, probably. He's filming. <laughs> <laughs> he was watching them roast marshmallows with the lady. <laughs> oh, was dear. that a name, was it? <laughs> Uh, Who knows? So, are we allowed to say what happened, or is that privileged? Do we know what happened? I don't even. Know, I don't even know if we know what happened. But I think, in all seriousness, it wasn't good. So it's not. Uh, it must have been. It must be not, something bad. Yeah. Let's not speculate. It was just something dodgy. It's not good. Night out, woman, Cambodia. That's all you need yeah. to know. When when she's the one that's come forward and made the complaint, you know it's not good. She's come forward, all right. Right. <laughs> There's. A, You can't put that in. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, this is <laughs> cancelled. Cancel it. But, um, you is this right. staying in? I don't know. You tell me. Simon Hill. Wait till after I say. Simon Hill's my dad. <laughs> why? Why? Mm. After we had to listen to that clown verbate. Um, tell us that um, we were going to play, I don't know, Rolls or DDS or both against his wishes. Did we then have to play against Riley McGree, not to mention uh, watch Lockie and and uh, whoever else was in trouble, Atkinson, yeah. sit on the bench against us? Um, if they've committed a serious offence in terms of um, bringing the game into disrepute, what on, what on earth are they doing in our major pro competition still getting a shirt? Seriously. Yeah, well, I remember back... Well, this is EPL. Um, uh, what was the coach's name? He's, they were in uh, Singapore, and his son was involved with Mr. Manor, and he hasn't played for him since. Uh, Pearson. Um, and he got the sack over that as well. So, you know, if it's good enough for an EPL club, if there's something happens with a, a player, they're gone. Yeah, well... Uh, I mean, I, I, I stole this from someone else because I heard them talking about it, but um, Aidan O'Neill, I gather, didn't play because of it for Brisbane. Mm. Um, he must have chosen not to go on the trip. So what we've got is a situation where we've got Kai Rolls who went injured, I, I gather, DDS who apparently is injured, 
um, O'Neill sitting on the bench for Brisbane because he was ineligible because of not accepting the going with the squad, I believe. And yet McGree is out there, you know, making the difference. I, I don't get it at all. I think it's hopelessly managed aside from the, the issues themselves, you know. Do we expect anything else from football in this country at the moment? Actually, good point. Okay. Yes. No. No, exactly. All right, on to Y-League. Youth opened their season away to Canberra with a uh, 3-1 win. Um, So we got at least one win this week. Happy days. How are the youth lads? It was good good for them to start the season with a win. Uh, Shout out to Aidan Munford, who's, you know, he's becoming a good friend of the show. Uh, he started in uh, in goals and we got we got three of our own, so at least one of our sides got a win on the weekend. So uh, Katsoulis, McCarthy and Johnson, the goal scorers. And we've, then got, we've got a decent mm. side because it's a side that, for the most part, uh, have played together. There's a lot a, of familiar names. There's a few new players in there, but there's also a lot of, a lot of regulars from the MPL and from the last youth season as well. So, um, I mean... Youth League, we've mentioned it a thousand times on this show that the actual Youth League itself is a waste of time, essentially. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty short comp. It's always fun to go and watch, and they're playing at Plume this year because the Centre of Excellence pitch is rubbish and we can't seem to get it right. Uh, yes, we're at home this weekend, Plume Park, 10.30, against uh, Sydney under-21s, who won against Newcastle last week, 8-3. What day is that? Is that eight, Saturday or Sunday? 8-3. There were some weird games in youth. That was 8-3, and Brisbane Raw beat Victory 7-0. In youth. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Wow. What day is it? Saturday or Sunday? I can't Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday morning, 10.30. Park. Uh, and Newcastle, uh, no, it's not us, but uh, I think it's quite interesting. So Newcastle's youth team has been playing in the MPL, uh, Northern MPL for the last, uh, what, three, four years. Um, they've been approved into the Sydney MPL area uh, for next year, starting in MPL 4. So they're going to have to start where Central Coast United started. So that's the former and, state um, league. Yes, and work their way up. So it's a long, lot of travel for them. I was going to say, I'm not I'm not surprised because that Newcastle... Well, yeah, the, the NBN it, league. It's essentially a Newcastle league is quite good, but it's not the same standard yeah, no as what the Sydney good. league is. And obviously, being, being an A-league club, they want to feel like they're on par with us and Sydney and the Wanderers. So I'm not surprised that they've made that move. I'm surprised they haven't done it earlier, to be honest. Uh, mm. But yeah, you speak of the travel, that's going to be... A nightmare, like, and costly, and costly. Like there's, uh, you might see quite a few a of the games. Down is there at, a Wagga Wagga um, in the men's or is it women's? Valentine. Yeah, sorry. Can't uh, is there a Wagga Wagga in men's or women's? I don't know. I can't remember. Either way, it's a lot of travel, especially like South Coast. Pretty sure South Coast Flame is still in MPL four. That's a big day. You probably see their home matches at um, Valentine. Quite a few of them mm. for the, for the ones further down south. Yeah. I reckon, but the ones you know, closer up. You'd think um, they would have had to probably adhere to a few rules to be allowed in, I think. Yeah, 3 p.m. games. Yeah. Instead of late night stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we do, that's what they do with us as well. Mm. They move yeah, we, our games earlier. Our games at Plume are always at like 4. Yeah. Oh, no, 5 rather than 7.30. Yep. Yeah. Right, upcoming round this weekend, West Sydney versus City. I think that should be an alright game. Two decent teams. Wanderers uh, lost last week, didn't they? They did against Western. Uh, no, they didn't play. It was the week before. Oh, well, they come into this game fresh. City 
probably want to bounce back after uh, the four three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on fence and say uh, a good game, but a draw. Yeah, I think that's a likely result. I think both teams are quite good, and uh, yeah, so I could see either one of them taking it. But mm-hmm. I'm going with the draw. Yes, good splinters one, Josh. from you too. <coughs> City. Yes. City. Fair enough. Uh, Nick's raw. Raw. I doubt mm. that, but um, raw. Yeah, Phoenix. Actually, it's in it's in New Zealand. Even yeah. e- I was even I was just about to say even in when it's a home game for <coughs> the Phoenix, I'm still not sure if I should tip them, but I'll uh, begrudgingly say Brisbane. Raw have only had one good game this year, haven't they? Yeah, I I forgot to mention it earlier, but they'd only scored one goal this season mm. bes- before this weekend, so they got four in that one. But you know, it was a bloody bad weekend, wasn't it? Newcastle won, the Snake got a hat trick. And we lost. Yeah, and we lost. <laughs> Not good. talk about it anymore. Adelaide victory. The original rivalry, apparently, is what it's being billed as. I think it should be an interesting game, but I reckon Adelaide will do this. Who said one. that? Foxtel. The ori- the, they, I think Adelaide and Victory both call it the original rivalry. I remember it was a rivalry. Everything has to be a derby in this league. It's a derby, yeah. <laughs> Okay, a derby that's a state away. That's all right. I've I remember when Adelaide Sydney was a a, uh, a big rivalry in season one. <laughs> I don't know why. South Australia versus New South Wales. It's all about the state rivalry. I think because they were top two in the table. Ah, okay. Anyway, I I think Adelaide will do this one. Victory have not been impressive in the slightest, and I think Adelaide dispatched with us pretty easily. Unfortunately for us, but I think they'll do this one. So I'm going to tip Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Likewise? Yep, Adelaide. <coughs> Perth, Sydney. So Sydney. It's, a tr- it's a triple header on Saturday, isn't it? So we got the the Phoenix at home and then Perth at home at the end. So triple header on Saturday. So my butt will be firmly in front of the uh, TV for these three games. Uh, I think that should be another, ga- another, another game. It should be pretty decent. So I'll go with Sydney just, but could be a draw. But... Sydney, I would go with Sydney. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, I th- I'm yeah, Perth. Sydney, but I wouldn't be surprised with a draw. I'm not. I'm well, still sluggish. We'll have to see how they go this weekend. Yeah, Perth. but they they've got the such personnel that they're likely to break out of that. Yeah. At any moment, and replay if they the grand do, final too. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit at stake, isn't mm. there? It's in Perth. CCM Western United. 6 p.m. Sunday. What do we think of 6 p.m. Sunday games? Uh, Good. I, yeah, I think... None of this 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock bullshit. <laughs> it, it's good weather-wise. <laughs> it, it helps the players and it helps the fans weather-wise. But then you've Timing got Timing-wise, you've got kids pe- that need to be in ah, bed Little Johnny school. doesn't need to know 2 plus 2 first thing on a Monday. All right? He'll be right. He'll be fine. Yeah. He wouldn't have any homework anyway because no, do, do they Sunday. still have homeworks in, in schools? Yeah, more no. than ever. Not allowed. I thought that there were schools that don't have homework. Not allowed in my house. So some little Johnnies will be able to come. Yeah, I reckon it's going to hurt the family side of things. But game-wise, it should be decent because of the weather. And the weather forecast is saying rain and cool. 22, so it'll All be right. nice and cool by 6 o'clock, which I definitely... I personally much prefer the later Sunday games, but I see the point of... The whole family thing. Speaking of the rain, the rain I felt hurt us in in Melbourne quite a bit. Think so? Just from being down there, yeah. Um, from what I could see, I don't know what it looked like on the telly. 
I it, did, it was didn't really come through that good on no. TV, to be honest. But I'm guessing there it was pouring at times. At wasn't points, it? yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe it helps City with a slick surface. I think so. So what do we think of the game? I think I'm scared. Yeah, I. I was a bit. We're going to have to bounce back pretty hard to get something out of this. Yeah, I mean they they got they got done by the Jets on the weekend, but I think that they you know they could have easily snagged a point out of that Western United. I think. Um, Birgitte is going to have to be on his game yeah. if, that if we concede any fouls around the yeah. box. I was very much, like I said before the season, I, I thought Western United will be very good as long as they can keep everyone on the park and the whole Dad's Army thing doesn't start to uh, come back to bite them. And so far, besides on the weekend, maybe a little bit, uh, it hasn't come back to bite them in terms of injuries or anything sort of, anyone coming out with walking frames or... Anything like that, so someone needs to hack the f out of Diamante. Yeah, while they've while they've got <laughs> while they've much. got all those guys on the pitch still, uh, very much a good side. And I think the surprise I'm not surprised about uh, Diamante being so good. I think the, probably the surprise is Scott McDonald, how well he's been playing. Um, someone that was you know been talked about for a long time here, especially to do with the Socceroos. But I think he's uh, he's been very good, very good for them. And then, obviously, we mentioned it before, but Diamante, I would say, in my opinion, is one of the been one of the form players of the whole A League. So there's a lot to look out for, and yeah, someone needs to bite his ankles for 90 minutes. No, we just got to, you know, Matty invite our friends that to watch. That wasn't there the other day. <laughs> it's gone like them. What did you say, Moral? We'll have a discussion over You've here. You've just got to, I've, I've, Every time one of my friends says, oh, is there any chance we're going to have a win? Should we come and have a look at the game? You Mate, come to the game just to see this dude, Diamante, from the other team. Don't yes. worry about us. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> oh, what do we think about Payne against <laughs> us? Do you reckon Payne is going to score and do an Addy by all? He scores at the palm tree end and then he does an Addy by all towards us. Who will he be up against? He's on the left, isn't he? Yeah. So I'll be up against Zickman. Ziggy. Ziggy. Rip. I can see a goal coming. <laughs> If he gets on the inside and hits it with his right, like he has before. Yeah, Ziggy's going to yeah. have to be... I think our whole back line's going to have to be very, very much improved to uh, make sure they don't get anything on us. But with us going forward, like we discussed before, do we think Jaya comes in as a sub? Yeah. Or start? Last sub? last 25 or so. Yeah, 30 minutes. All right. Murray to start. What Do we, do we think it'll be the same team except... Rolls and DDS coming back in? I hope so. We can still have overage players in Wiley, can't we? Uh, yes, I think so. Would yep. you give Joy a run that. on the Saturday? No. No? Not even in 15 minutes? No. No? No. Okay. 30 minutes only. Morrow has no spoken. Risks. No risks. If you're going to you know, bring in a player and supposedly he's going to be the solution, then don't you know, put him at any risk. Carefully introducing. All right, so do we want to mention the the tips? So in the lead is Cal Morrow with 17 points. <laughs> We're going to get him on this show soon, aren't we? We should. You, we you need, he needs to discuss show. those graphs that he puts up on Twitter that are really interesting. He definitely needs to explain them to yeah. me because sometimes I get lost. Fantastic. So I did mention if he's to listening, him. If he's, get Cal on the pod. We need him on the pod to discuss things. Yeah, he didn't sound like he was against the idea. I don't know if he'd do it as a phone call or... Um, he didn't seem keen to do it, though, did he? But, um, yeah, he, no, he wasn't he keen. He, he's enjoying the stats no. thing, so... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could uh, publish him, some of them through our page so the listeners know what they're looking at. 
Um, I think that'd be a good good well, idea. We are able to mm. share them if we want to. We can do that with uh, with uh, with credit, obviously. Yes, because they are interesting reading, no doubt about that. And over the last uh, few weeks, he's actually added a couple of graphs uh, that uh, they're sort of like a timeline of the game, and uh, I quite like that. Um, you know, analysis of the game. So we've got SGM in second on 16. Sex, drugs and That's Kyle's coal. dad, you know. Yeah. That. Is it? So you got, <laughs> the, you got the double morrow. Right? <laughs> That's Jesus brother. Christ. You got the double morrow. <laughs> well, what's going on in that household? Don't worry. The other person who doesn't live with them is way down the table. Hardsy in fourth on 15. He doesn't uh, even support Benos our club, but he's in. On Love it. 15 as well. And then Pete, Pete Pryor's in seventh. Magic, Stagic and Jimmy and Aaron are both on 12. And then oh. I think I'm on 11 because I didn't get. I only got the one tip last round. Yeah, me too. I had a shocker. What's I only got Sydney winning. I didn't get anything else. What's become of sex, drugs, and Carl? Carl, Carl. Carl. I just mentioned him. He's in third. Sorry, missed that. You know, over okay, 30. boomer. Over thirty. <laughs> it's all right. All right. Don't so worry. Yeah, I thought. I, don't worry. Get though. your tips I, in. Don't I, worry though. I thought about what I said before. I said I've had enough, time. and I'm sure the listeners have had enough too. We're gonna cut this. All right. How long have we been going? Too long. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll be back when we can. Love you. Goodbye. Hope we made you laugh. It's a holiday in Cambodia. It's